this Saturday morning to everybody, and welcome to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. Along with Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. You can, of course, reach Rob very easily online at robgw.com. And write down this number, 860-413-3938. And if you miss it, I'm going to repeat both of those uh, more uh, throughout the show. Hey, Rob, how are you? Hey, Gary, good morning. Doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, ah, I'm peachy. How are you? Everything going well? Hey, things are going well. Getting into the holiday season here for sure. Good, good. You know, so am I, actually. And I, you know what was helping me? Because, you, as you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking for a house probably sometime uh, the first half of next year. I was, it came up in, on like, Yahoo News, and it came up in one of the featured stories. Uh, it wasn't buried as you scroll down. It was one of the top two stories. And I read this, um, oh, my, what day was it? It was just, it was just a few, maybe three, four days ago. Now, granted, I learned from you a lot can change in a few days, but... I don't know, maybe this was Wednesday, that um, the interest rates are going down. Yeah, yeah, it uh, so- sounds funny, but it's true. Uh, the interest rates have come down quite a bit in the last month. They're at, like, three-month lows right now. So hopefully that'll continue. Uh, and historically, you know, this time of year is a little bit slower, but there have been some buyers coming out. Uh, that are you know motivated by those lower rates and more affordability. Yeah, do you think uh, as we, uh, look, we still have another you know almost a month to go till we're in the new year. Do you see, I don't know, maybe any trends where that trajectory will continue to to where uh, the rates would continue to drop into the new year? Yeah, I think if we can continue to see the inflation reports coming in showing that inflation is moderating and that all these rate hikes, you know, for the last so many months have actually paid off and created a situation where inflation is slowing significantly. The more data we get like that, the more you're going to see the interest rates come down. Even just on some of the news that we're starting, you know, we're just getting some initial reports here in the last 30 days, and that uh, that alone has just shifted the whole sentiment of the market, where now they're talking about the Fed not raising any more at all and potentially cutting rates into the second half of next year. So as long as that rhetoric is kind of in the market and investors believe that, you're going to see the stock market rallying like it has, and you're going to see the interest rates you know, coming down uh, to lower levels than they've been in quite a while. So I'm getting most of my clients that could benefit from it positioned for refinancing opportunities in really the second half of next year. Um, and I would encourage anybody to, you know, don't take the first bite off the apple. When rates come down like this, if you refinance too quickly, mm. you can lose out on savings. So, you know, at this point, I'm getting everyone positioned and ready for a really good opportunity towards the second half of 24. Good. All right, that that's promising. Listen, I we'll take it. We'll take anything yeah, positive we'll take right anything now. Anything we can at this point to give people hope and motivation because it's been a tough year. Oh yeah, uh, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. I would say home buyers obviously getting beat up trying to find homes. The interest rates increasing incessantly, and then you've got home sellers. 
you know, they want to sell their house, but they can't because they're locked into these, you know, low interest rates and they don't want to take the higher mortgage. So it's like everyone's had a rough year from that standpoint. The real estate market has beat a lot of people up. And in normal fashion of this show, we want to take a step back here and look at the year, you know, look at what happened the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Mm -hmm. And learn from it. That's what it's all about, education and knowledge. So that's what we're going to tackle in today's episode. Well, then then talk a little bit about the real estate and mortgage landscape going into uh, 2024, you know, and the expectations for the industry. Well, yeah, I mean, when, we, when we're going into next year, like any year, nobody knows what's going to happen. So we were, when we were coming into this year, 23, everyone was saying the market's going to crash, right? The prices are way too high. The prices are going to come down. You know, that was the rhetoric going into this year. You remember that? Oh, yeah. But how, how, look, yeah. How, look how wrong we were. <laughs> how, lo- how wrong we were, exactly. Expectation versus reality. So expectation, the market's going to crash. Reality this year? Reality is Connecticut's got one of the strongest housing markets in the entire country. And it's not very often, you know, I've been able to say that in the last 20-plus years. So that's a huge reality right now. Uh, everyone was also saying that the rates, they gotta, the rates have to come down. There's no way the rates can keep going up, right? Well, that wasn't true either. The rates did keep going up. The reality was we saw the highest interest rates we've seen in decades in, in this year of 2023. So anybody sitting on the sidelines waiting for the rates to come down, they didn't really see that, you know. Uh, And overall, the the housing market just showed a lot of strength all over the country. But everyone was wondering, would it keep going up or would it stabilize? Well, it did keep going up. That's the bottom line. In a lot of areas, you know, you're talking about a 10% increase compared to last year. Okay, so that's a huge, huge amount of appreciation. When you do math on a $500,000 home, that's $50,000 in equity in one year. Okay, that's not normal, but that was the reality this year. And if you asked anybody on the sidelines a year ago, they would have told you there's no way. These prices are too high. But people that bought in 2022, they really saw a good appreciation this year, and it really made their decision to buy a home look really, really good on paper, right? Anybody that bought a home in the last several years did well. So now everyone's thinking, is this the end? And now we're going into next year. What or will the rhetoric, will the ideas that everyone has for next year be a reality? Well, we'll see on next year's show. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, how things turned out for 2023 and how things actually actually played out as opposed to the forecasting. Well, those are two different things. They are. So right, rates had a spike up in February, like February of 2023. We saw the rates spike up to levels we haven't seen in a while. Um, and people got scared. But then what we saw is in March and into April, they, they came down a bit, okay? So everyone that was scared from that rise in February, they got a little bit of reprieve there. However, when we got to, like, mid to late April until October, the interest rates were on a steady, steady increase. seems like every single month they were going up, 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 up. And the inventory levels got even tighter because of those interest rates kept going higher. You know, the, the sellers were saying, hey, if we could just see the rates tick down a little bit, I'd sell my house. Well, they did the opposite. 
so people weren't selling their houses, and it made for a really, really tough inventory market, as you know, Gary, looking at homes. So for home buyers, it made a tough market even tougher. Um, however, you know, here we are, fourth quarter 2023, and I will tell you in real time, we're finally starting to see some price relief. We're finally starting to see some stabilization. And that is totally normal and customary this time of year due to the seasons. And just like every year, regardless of what's going on in the economy, we are seeing that, you know, pull back a little bit of stabilization here in the fourth quarter. So if you've been waiting and looking for that time when you might be able to get a better deal on a home, when you might be able to have more flexibility, fourth quarter 2023, first quarter 2024, that's the timeline you're looking at. We don't know how long that's going to last, but anybody that bought a home, again, this time last year is looking pretty smart right about now. That's an interesting statement because we're not only in the fourth quarter. I mean, we're the end of the fourth quarter. Um, and, and so you think actually not only we're talking about interest rates a moment ago, you're you're thinking that the actual asking price of houses you think are stabilizing. You're seeing less bidding. Yeah, again, natural, normal seasonality, right? There aren't as many people buying homes and looking at properties and selling properties in the winter months, right? So the deeper we get into December, January, those are historically the slowest time because of the weather. Forget rates, forget prices, right? So we look at that again every year, and we see this normal pullback. We see this normal stabilization. So there's not as many people bidding on a house. If you had 15 people before, maybe now you have six or seven. So it's not that there's no competition, it's that there's less. I've seen offers getting accepted in the last couple weeks that are under the list price or right around the list price. So the whole bidding 50000 over, it still happens, but it's a lot less. So again, this is the time of year for that sort of opportunity. Because what I believe, and I've said on other shows, is that if we see the rates come down in 2024, we're going to see the home prices accelerate. We're going to see the home prices zoom right back up to those highs that they were around the summertime, and they're going to go right back to that and probably exceed it. And the lower that we see the rates go, the more you're going to see the home prices go up because the home price, or excuse me, the monthly mortgage stays the same, but the price can be higher given the lower rates. So So it just naturally lends itself to higher and higher prices. I don't at any point think we're going to see any sort of crash or correction more than, you know, the normal 5-10%. When you reflect back on 2023, what lessons do you think can be learned from from the mortgage and real estate industries? Yeah, I think this has been a big reality check year for mortgage and real real estate professionals. A lot of people that thought they had it all figured out, you know, from 2020 to 2022 when it was pretty darn easy, they had that reality check this year of 23 because things are constantly changing. You have to constantly innovate. You have to stay relevant. You have to stay in demand in this market. And for a lot of people, that means maybe changing the way that they were marketing uh, it means doing things that are maybe different than what they would have done a couple years ago. Uh, there's a lot more relationship building now than there were, and some people just aren't comfortable doing that, right? They're in it for the easy money, the quick money. I've seen some really good real estate agents get out of the business because they just weren't cut out for this type of tough market. When you're working with a lot of home buyers and they're having trouble finding homes as a real estate agent, 
you can't make money. You can't make a commission unless mm. they unless you sell them a home, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a big lesson to be learned. You have to play to win every single day as a real estate professional in this market, and you can't bet on what the future will hold. Because what a lot of people did, Gary, is they thought that the way business was done for the last couple years would continue. So they didn't do the hard work. They didn't set their systems up. They didn't save for the rainy day. And now it's here, right? So unfortunately, we see this every cycle where people that aren't prepared, uh, you know, they, they end up, uh, you know, dying on the vine, right? They end up having to get out of the industry. Good times don't last forever. That's a really big lesson. Uh, and many, like I said, have left. I take the opposite approach. I'm overly conservative, and even during good markets, I try to make sure that my business is set up to thrive mm-hmm. no matter what. So for me, that's about keeping expenses low, keeping overhead low, being really methodical in your an- analysis and tracking as far as business and where leads and business is coming from. Uh, and it's just an obsession with making sure that your business is running well on a daily basis, right? You can't take your eye off the prize, or next thing you know, you could be out. Wow. Talk about residential home prices, okay, and the expectation for the trajectory in the next 12 months. Because, look, we can't have two negatives, and that's a high interest rate and a high asking price, let alone when you start getting into bidding wars. You can have one because one will get offset by the other. High asking price, low interest rate. High interest rate, low asking price. You're not going to get utopia. You're not going to get a low low asking price as well as a low uh, interest rate. But, But we can handle one, just not both. How do you see that in the next... I don't know. Take us through each quarter of 2024 with your yeah. projection. I mean, obviously, this is not – you don't have a crystal ball. I don't want to hold you well, to it. But. I, I, just looking at the numbers. So in okay. October of 2023, home prices in Connecticut were 10.3% higher compared to a year earlier. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. That's the statistic. The selling price, median price, which means half of the homes are higher, half of the homes are lower. The median price. October 2023 in Connecticut, $397,200, okay? During winter months, like where we're in right now, as I mentioned, it's normal to see a drop of, you know, 5 6 7%, which is historically normal due to the seasonality. So as far as the trajectory, I'm seeing opportunity in the first few months in the winter but as we see, you know, hopefully rates continue to have a downward slide, you're going to see prices continue to go up at that point. So any sort of reprieve or retreat we'll have in these winter months, I think it's going to be short-lived. And I think this time next year, people will say, darn, I wish I bought a house, you know, end of 23, early 24, because I think if we see the rates even dip down into the low sixes or high 5% range, there's going to be so many people flooding the market Simple supply and demand. And I've heard of many uh, economists and housing forecasters comparing what it would be like in 2024 if rates do uh, come down a bit, comparing that to what it was like buying a home during the frenzy of 2020 or 2021, if everyone remembers that. Mm. Many bidding wars, 50,000 plus over ask on, you know, almost any type of home without exception. And they're saying we could see that again if rates go low enough. So you got to take the good with the bad. And as I always say, Gary, you can buy the house once, 
but you can refinance the mortgage over and over. You got to get the house price. You got to lock in that price at the right time because the mortgage, again, it can be changed over time, but you can't buy the house again. Yeah, the problem that I I can only speak for myself here, and I, and I happen to be you know in in the market as as you know if you've anybody's listened to the show for a while is right now, and I was just online oh last night. I mean, there's one town that I'm looking where there's only four houses for sale. There's another town that I'm looking at where none of the houses were even appealing to me. In other words, we had a a year in which inventory was low. Of course, I think that was even national. Uh, You'd hear that on national news even. But this is even lower than because of the time of year, the holiday season. So, uh, listen, like you were saying, if if somebody finds that house right now, I, I, you've got to strike while the iron's hot. You, you've got to get that. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't put that off even to, well, we'll get it in the new year. That'll be gone w- within right. days, right? So, Well, the more attractive the deal is, the more people's eyeballs are on it. Like, it, you know, unless it's an off-market deal, you're not the only one looking at it. So you've got to be decisive. That's one of the characteristics of success in this crazy market is being a decisive buyer, you know, knowing your numbers and moving full speed ahead without hesitation. Um, because if you don't, I mean, I've seen time after time uh, offer get accepted within 24 hours of the house going up, you know, live online. If you're not in that first couple offers, first 24, 48 hours, you may lose out. You know, you really may. It's a higher probability than it was before. So, you know, it's all about having that confidence. So if the numbers do work, you can move forward full speed ahead. Folks, you are listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show in the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast along with Rob Weinberg. I'm Gary Byron. You can contact Rob very easily. Uh, write this phone number down. Give him a buzz, 860-413-3938. He's also online at www.robgw.com, and you can email him at mortgagemattersradioshow at gmail.com. No worries if I spoke too fast. I'm going to repeat all of that more towards the end of the show. Rob, what do you say to a home buyer who's been trying to buy a home for a while, but they're just frustrated? I kind of alluded to that right prior yeah. to Because I fall, hey, I fall in into that, that category. Right, Gary? I was, yes, I fall right into that category. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, That's let's have asking. kind of a, a meeting of the minds here, whether it's you or anybody else, where we're at at the end of the year going into next year and the year in review. Well, I'm going to tell you that you got to stay the course. I know it's been tough this year. It's been tough for everyone, okay? So don't take it personally like you're being singled out. A lot of people take the home buying process on in a personal level, and you can't do that. you got to realize that now is your time. Now I'm talking about end of the year, the seasonality factors. If you're looking to buy a home in the next year, now's the best time to be looking because the seasonality factors are going to help you get your offer accepted, and they're going to help you with flexibility overall. So what I would recommend to you is if you're motivated and you're confident that you want to move forward to be a homeowner, go get your pre-approval refreshed right now. I understand it's a, it's a crazy time of year. I'm not going to you know, sweep under the rug the fact that everyone has a lot going on with families and parties and holidays and all that stuff, right? But if you're serious about it, you've got to be positioned because, as we were saying, house comes on the market today. If you're not ready to roll, it right. could be gone by tomorrow, and that's not an exaggeration by any means. So get that pre-approval refreshed. 
get with a local expert to make sure that you've got all the knowledge behind you and that reputation behind you to help you move through the process. And reevaluate your team. If you've been working with a realtor before, you were pre-approved by a lender earlier in the year, is it time to switch up? Maybe switch a player out on your wealth team. If you weren't doing well with that realtor, maybe it's time to get a recommendation to somebody else. Maybe your lender isn't responsive or isn't communicating with you the way you want. Maybe they don't offer all the programs that you've heard about. Maybe it's time to talk to somebody else. So that's what I would recommend now is refresh that stuff, get in the game, get all that situated. So again, you're ready to rock and roll. What type of ideas then should listeners be thinking about for 2024 when it comes to mortgages in in real estate? Yeah. So when you're thinking about buying a home in the next year, I would really be focusing in on making sure the monthly payment and the closing cost numbers work for you. You know, and if it doesn't, if you're looking at numbers right now, or you're talking to your lender and figuring things out and saying, wow, I'm not positioned for that. I don't have enough money. Mm. Then how long is it going to take you to get in position? And what sort of specific game plan can you put in place to make sure that you get there within a reasonable time frame? You also want to stay diligent and make sure whatever realtor you're working with, they got to be sharp. They really do. Negotiations right now and communication in the offer process is more important than it's ever been because, again, where we're at in the market, where we're at in the economy. One wrong move, one misstep could make it so that your offer doesn't get accepted because there's so many even now that – you know, you're just a commodity as a home buyer. There's other people that can bring and buy that property other than you. So for those that already own homes that are wondering what's to come and how to get positioned, as I mentioned earlier, I think you can expect kind of a leveling out or a stabilization in prices over the next couple months. But if we do see that rate reduction next year, you can plan that those prices are going to zoom higher. So what you want to do as a homeowner is you want to start looking at if the rates do drop, what refinancing strategy can I put in play or what sort of home equity uh, management ideas can I put in place, right? If the home prices go higher, that means you're going to have equity built up in your home. How can we use that equity to better your financial situation? Can you buy another property? Can you overfund your retirement? Can you do another investment? There's some really good places that you could use that equity. So get ready to get positioned to do all that. We'll see what happens, but right now you got to get the plan in play. Is there, are there any like innovative trends or changes in, in how transactions are done going into next year? Yeah, Gary, I'm super excited about the next 12 to 24 months when it comes to technology in general and innovation, because as we've talked about on other episodes of this show, there's been a lot of innovation over the last year in mortgage and real estate in general. So I think we're going to continue to see more technology, more innovation, new tools, artificial intelligence underwriting, automatic and automated appraisals, more home equity products to help people uh, finance homes and help them get the equity out of the homes that they already have, and it's going to speed up the entire process. And one example is one of my top wholesale lending partners just announced the other day that they're coming out with a home equity loan product. This is a lender that hasn't ever offered home equity loans, and they're actually releasing a home equity product into the market. 
and it's going to allow people to tap up to 85% of their home value for any purpose. So as we see more lending institutions and banks kind of put their hand in or put their hat in the ring, so to speak, it's going to mean more options, more choice, and better uh, better flexibility for homeowners. All right, so... Technology, you said so you, you, over the last next 20, you know, 12 to 24 months. What are you most excited about, though, for next year, for 2024? I would say, my, I mean, I'm most excited for the opportunities that can come about if we just see even a slight reduction in interest rates. You know, anybody that bought a home in the last year, if rates can get to that sub 6% or low 6% level, yeah. there's opportunities there for people to save money even that just bought their home. So uh, as we were mentioning, you know, people that have equity built up in their home can look at those uh, cash-out refi opportunities. Mm -hmm. We haven't really been looking at those as closely lately because the rates had been so elevated. The lower we see the interest rates go, the more of those cash-out opportunities are going to be attractive, right? They're going to make sense. Um, And the other thing I'm really excited about, Gary, is just the ability to help more people because there's so many great products right now that I have access to, and there's more on the assembly line. Um, I've seen a lot of innovation coming down the pike. So as we see more of that, it means more people to be able to help buy homes, and it means also more people to be able to help access the equity in their current home. And one example is November 18th, uh, 5% down, two to four unit properties. That program came out. You used to have to put a lot more money down on the conventional mortgage, but to help spur home ownership, they're now allowing conventional mortgages with as low as a 5% down payment for a two to four unit property. That's just one example that recently came about, but we're going to see more and more of those guidelines changing to help spur more home ownership in this crazy market. Is it the mortgage industry or the real estate industry or both? That's lobbying the Fed because the Fed works independent from the government and really is what controls the interest rate. Um, Are they lobbying? I mean, the Fed's got to know that this is going to this industry could die. I only got about 40 seconds then I got to wrap things up. But since you're talking about this, I've got to ask you this right now. I mean, mean, there's lobbying. I don't really know what's going on on the mortgage side with lobbying, but there's definitely people trying to get that message across. Unfortunately, the Fed doesn't listen. They never have. Uh, They always break the economy when they go on these hiking cycles and these interest rate cycles. So, you know, it's probably going to happen again. But at the same point, you know, we have to roll with the punches and people will buy homes and finance even when rates go to 10 percent or more. Not that I think they will, but there's a fundamental need to own a home and finance a home. And we can't forget that people aren't just going to stop buying homes because, you know, Completely just because the rates are high. I got you. Folks, you've been listening to Mortgage Matters radio show in the Connecticut Real Estate Edge podcast. Very easy to reach, Rob. I'll tell you what. Start with the website, www.robgw.com. If you'd like to send us an email, maybe we can get your question answered right here on these airwaves. I'm sure other people may have. Maybe they have the same question. Mortgage Matters Radio Show at gmail.com. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation with Rob, write this phone number down. I know it's the weekend. Give him a call first thing Monday. 860-413-3938. Again, 860-413-3938. 
38. For Rob Weinberg, I'm Gary Byron. Thank you so much for listening to Mortgage Matters Radio Show and the Connecticut Real Estate Edge Podcast. Until next Saturday morning, have a good one, everybody. So long.